0: Hi and welcome to the Badly Awesome Movies Podcast. I'm your host Justin and with me as always is Ben. Hey Ben.
1: Hello, how are we going tonight?
0: Oh, surviving, surviving. I've um, been a little under the weather, but um, so if you hear a bit of a sniffle or a bit of a croaky voice, that'll be why. Uh,
1: What about yourself? Uh, Well, first things first, I've already swapped my chair because I'm not going to have any chair incidents tonight where I've... Accidentally hitting the, the release thing and crushing my foot under the office chair. <laughs> I've already swapped it out for the kitchen chair, so no, no interruptions like that. But uh, I'm well, I think. Uh, got good, good Friday coming up. What, today is the 29th of, of March. What, what are your Easter plans?
0: Well, um, my youngest daughter Emily's birthday is on Good Friday. So um, we'll be doing something for that. And um, Easter Saturday I'm off to Conquest Roleplaying Convention where I'll um, play a couple of sessions of Dungeons & Dragons, maybe a um, couple of tabletop board games and hang out with a whole bunch of nerdy people.
1: Yes, so you've just been coming up for quite a while now, finally here. Yeah, yeah. And I am
0: um, was hoping to have booked tickets for um, PAX, which is in uh, October but the website just majorly crashed and um, so tickets were supposed to have gone on sale on um, Monday of last week and the website just utterly died and nobody could get tickets so
1: they still haven't got it going no no they're they're
0: going to announce a um, a new release date for the tickets okay so nobody nobody got any tickets then um less than 200 people <laughs> uh and, and it's the you know, it is literally the biggest convention in australia for you know video games board games role playing all that sort of stuff so um yeah it's
1: how do you feel about going to things that are you know so much people there because um with this one this weekend this will be the biggest thing you've gone social thing you've been to Definitely be the biggest social thing I've been to in the last year. Yeah. Um,
0: But Melbourne's been, or Victoria as a whole, has been um, COVID free for about a month now. Yeah. Um, So that's fine. Um, So I'm not too worried. Um, I I think my biggest worry is that something's going to happen between now and then. Yeah. That's going to organise, you know, I mean, they're going to cancel it. Yeah. I've also got, um, a couple of days away at, um, which Mawama, which, um, Echuca which is, um, on the Murray River. So, Achuka is on the Victorian side. Mawama is on the New South Wales side. And it's sort of a, it's a, um, what they call a border city. So, Albury wodonga is another one, um... So, we're, we're actually booked in in Moama, which is on the New Zealand... Uh, New, New, Zealand. New Zealand? New South Wales. Geez. The New it's, South Wales side of the Murray. So, um, hopefully nothing happens between now and oh, next
1: week. Yeah, they'll be like, oh no, if you, you come back across the river.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, ho- hopefully... Mm. The, the, my biggest worry is that something will happen to cancel it rather than something causing me to get coronavirus yeah we've been we've been corona free for a month so that's that's pretty good
1: yes but you had a test today i did i did
0: i um we've had a a bit of a head cold just go through the house my youngest daughter got it then my oldest daughter and now me um so both of them had covid tests that came back as negative i had one today um i'm expecting it to come back as negative yeah and um, unfortunately, it meant that I missed out on going to um, what was going to be my first event of the year, which was a Melbourne International Comedy Festival show for um, oh, yeah. a a D and d podcast called The Dragon Friends. So I um, unfortunately missed out on, on going to that, which I was going to um, go to with a friend of mine, Andrew, who also lives here in Melton, and we were just going to carpool in together but um, yeah that ended up being a no-go which was a bit of a bugger but shit happens (laughs) yeah Um, what about yourself Uh, what what have you and Mr. Diablo been up to anything exciting
1: Diablo is a different person I'm El Hijo Dead Doomslayer Doomslayer. Just, we'll just go with Doomslayer. I'm never going to get this right. You realise that. You've said Diablo twice. Diablo yeah. is the person that originally opened TCW, so you're sort of on the right track with TCW and a Diablo. Um, yeah, Doomslayer, he's got a match against JJ Storm coming up in a few weeks' time. So, hopefully it goes well. <laughs> 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 because this guy lives in Hobart, so it's just over a two-hour drive away, so he can only come up to train on, on Saturdays. So that's the only time mm-hmm. I get to to work over the match and practice with him. But um still better than um some people because we have interstate people coming in and uh you know they don't get to practice the match with the people until on the oh, day or to even yeah. like discuss okay so what are we going to do in this match. <laughs> so I'm just yeah, I'm confident. I I can't li- I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts normally, but whenever it's when I've got a match coming up within like 2 or 3 weeks I just can't listen to wrestling podcasts. It just stresses me out. Like I don't want to fucking hear about wrestling unless unless I'm at training and it's all, it's it's about that. But um, I, I can't enjoy it recreationally when I've got something coming up professionally. Ho- hopefully, I, I can get past that point. <clears throat> but uh, you know, it's hard to get experience if you you only have a show every other month or something like that. So, mm. yeah. But uh, you know, living the dream as a as a pro wrestler, I guess. Uh, I've got my own uh, profile up on cagematch.com. So that's a... You know, we've got the internet movie database, IMDB. We've got a cagematch. Uh, it might be a .NET, actually. But that's the the database for, for pro wrestling. And somebody made a profile of me and has my... It has all my win, loss, and all that sort of... All my awesome. match histories on there. You know. I had been keeping an eye out. like, is this... It's sort of a bit of a mystery as to how these things get updated, and you've got to like uh, send off the information to the, run the side and they put in the the matches and the the if you've given them like the match length times and all that all those results, <clears throat> and they hadn't been up uh, updated TCW for like well over a year, and then like I just check in like periodically every few weeks, and say oh these last four events have been put on there now. Oh, am my name is clickable and it's like who, it turned out one of the guys from TCW had done it one of the young guys um, because he uses that website so he um has a profile and was able to submit a lot of data and so it's got like my height and weight and who I was trained by so it's yeah it was it felt like it feels real now <laughs> It's like it's an actual thing my like I'm down in the you know the history books as, I guess as ever having been a wrestler so that's cool awesome yeah so it's sort of one of those bucket list things that i wanted as having been a wrestler it's like get on there then it's um you know some permanence to it i guess um have you been watching anything recently not before we get on to our main stuff
0: yeah um nothing super exciting um Watched uh, season two of The Punisher, which is a couple of years old now. Um, my wife and I struggle to find stuff that we both like because she'll watch a lot of um, police procedurals and I'll watch oh, yeah. a lot of um, superhero movies and B-grade comic dodgy book-y action stuff. type yeah. stuff. Um, so we, we generally struggle to find a lot of shows that we like and when we do, we tend to, to binge them. So... Um, yeah, over the last week or so, we watched season two of The Punisher.
1: Is that on um, Netflix still, or did that all, all that stuff get moved? No, no, it's it's a Netflix exclusive. Okay, I thought they might have got moved to Disney Plus to the Star thing or something.
0: No, no, yeah. they're, they're definitely still there. Um, yeah. Even though it so was canceled, Jessica Jones, not make um, Jessica Jones, Punisher, um, Daredevil, all of those Netflix exclusive ones are still on Netflix. Okay um so watch that um presumably watch one or two dodgy b-grade movies that escape me at the moment um and yeah, not not a huge amount of other stuff i've um mostly been playing video games in my spare time rather than
1: or a specific video game in my spare time rather than watching stuff uh what about you well i've watched a bunch of things but Two things in particular are sort of like BAM cast-worthy, I suppose. Mm-hmm. One being Godzilla vs. Kong, so oh, a, yeah. a brand new movie. Have you watched the other you know, of these monster-verse movies, the Godzilla and the Kong, you know, Skull Island and all that sort of stuff? Have you you've been watching any of these? I'm uh, sadly behind on watching,
0: watching them. I, I haven't seen Skull Island. Um, I think the last Godzilla movie I watched was um, the one with Ferris Bueller. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> was that 98 so, or something? Yeah, so it's it's been a while. Um, and it's not that I'm not planning to watch them, it's just that, um, yeah, I've been happy to, to yeah. not get around to, to watching stuff without reason.
1: Yeah, so I really like 2014, I think, was that first Godzilla one, or this sort of reboot franchise thing. And. It's a. I found it a really good one-time watch. Like on rewatch, it's like there's not much value in it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I didn't watch Kong Skull Island until, you know, years after a couple of years after it came out, and I think, I think that's fantastic. Really like that. And actually, I'm not a fan of Tom Hiddleston in anything I've seen, which is mainly just as Loki. But mm-hmm. he's in that movie, and it's like, man, I wish that movie takes place in the 70s. And it's like I want them to somehow bring his character back. <laughs> you know, he doesn't die or anything. It's just you know the time doesn't sort of frame up with the current Godzilla and the and Kong's back again now. And then they yep. had the Godzilla King of the Monsters, the the, the sequel to that other Godzilla a couple of years ago, where pretty much all of Earth is destroyed because there's the the Titans, all the all the the. Um, the killers, row of uh, Godzilla villains, are just absolutely stomping over Earth. So I don't know how they could do a sequel to it. It's like, you know, the world takes a long time to even rebuild some small things, as one city or whatever. Like, are they really rebuilding the entire Earth? And then this movie is just fucking ridiculous. Um, I wrote an exp- expansive review on a letterbox because that's where I do all my movie tracking now. But um, people criticize these monster movies because the humans sometimes you know why we don't want these human characters they're so terrible and that (laughs) and i never agree with that until now because you know 11 from stranger things i assume you've seen stranger things yes yeah so there's her then there's the kid the new zealand kid who's in everything these days and then some other person like these trio human characters they take up this huge chunk of the movie like cutting back to them oh what are they up to now and they do fucking nothing in the movie. Like they have no <laughs> influence on the plot plot outcome whatsoever. And like when the movie was over, it was like they they didn't do anything. Like they, <laughs> what was the point of them? You didn't even have no reason to care about them. But I gave it three out of five stars. I wanted to love it, and, and I kind of wanted to hate it it's like, oh, it's just so frustrating. But um, you know, here's see Godzilla and Kong fight and eventually team up because you know that's what they're going to do. Nice. A, there's always going to be a bigger threat. And the other movie I watched first time since uh I've only watched it once as a kid, BMX Bandits.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I assume you've seen that one? Uh when I was a kid, yeah. Or familiar with it. Yeah, I feel like it's in a and a staple of Australian kids in the 90s have probably watched that movie. But uh I I saw it once at a friend's place and uh couldn't remember anything apart from Nicole Kidman being in it as a kid, and watched it with one of my kids, and fuck, it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much of the movie it's just them um, riding uh, B- their BMXs away from like the gangsters in their car. There's like this really, really prolonged car chase scene that just never seems to end, but um, it was fine. Um, and that's all I've watched. Uh, as for video games, the only video game I've been playing since the last show is I started Shadow of the Tomb Raider and mm-hmm. just um, chipping away at that when I have the time, which is not a whole lot of spare time these days. Have you? So you've been playing some video games though, have you? Um, just one that I've started sinking a few hours into
0: and um, it, it's probably not a big surprise given that I've played a lot of Fallout and... Um, Oblivion and Elder Scrolls and, and all those sorts of things that um, I've restarted The Outer Wilds oh, okay. which is done by um, Obsidian who do um, They did New Vegas? Uh, they did New, Fallout New Vegas and um, and a few other really good RPGs um, so I'm just sort of working my way through uh, I, I just restarted because I hadn't played it in a couple of years and um, having a lot of fun playing it Um, I've just dropped the difficulty down because um, one thing I don't like about it is you have um, stuff you can collect to give you benefits, like health regen. or Uh, Perks kind of thing. um, no, 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 just like consumables. So you'll have a thing that gives you plus one to all your mental stats or plus one to all your body stats or plus one to all your personality stats or something that'll give you faster health regen or something that'll give you higher max health or whatever but because there are multiple companies that each have similar products you've got like four different versions of each one of them and um, it just means that your inventory just gets cluttered as hell. So I thought, stuff this. I want to play through the game. I want to just enjoy it. I want to feel like a badass. I'm going to play it on easy difficulty. And that way, when I collect all this stuff, I can just sell it and not have to worry about having to you know, be tactical and utilize all of the different consumables and everything like that to get through the fights.
1: Can you mark all that stuff as junk to like <clears throat> quickly sell? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um... Does it, do you have like a, a weight? Do you need like keep your, your weight down? You do, you oh, okay. do. Um,
0: but as you level up, you get perks, and a couple of the perks will let you get, um... Um, you know, carry more stuff and, and or have things weigh less, which, you know, gives you the same sort of effect. Um, but, you know, having done that, I can go through there and just feel like a badass and not feel like I have to collect and manage every single individual item and, and just have fun with it. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm playing at the moment. I've sunk a decent number of hours into it and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll sink a lot more because these games take, you know, a hundred, you know, a hundred hours or 80 hours to, to get through and. I tend to play pretty slowly anyway. So,
1: does that one actually yeah. work well? Because you know, Obsidian, uh, you know, they're known for good games, but um, sometimes games that are, don't very work that great. I haven't run into any bugs as of yet. Yeah, and I'm probably a good twenty to thirty hours in. And they made the South Park games, didn't they? I'm not the sure. The Stick of Truth and um, the Fractured Butthole. So. And those are good games. Which is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fractured Butthole. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the only thing you've been playing, really? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, do I sound all right to you? Because your audio sort of cuts in like you've unplugged something at certain times.
0: Oh, okay. No. It's, um, it's only done a couple
1: of times. It just felt like okay. you were, were you moving away from the microphone or something. Yeah, I could just be a little bit fidgety. Oh, okay. Right. Maybe that's it. Um, Now, we have
0: two movies we're going to talk about this month Over two episodes Which one would you like to go into for today? We have uh, Cutthroat Island or Psycho
1: Gorman? Let's go Psycho Gorman Yeah, I like that more um, right. So we'll play some of the trailer here And um, I'm going to go take my kids to make sure they're in bed And then we'll be right back (laughs) Alrighty I'll be back as soon as I can Alright, cool. Many moons ago, a nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach.
0: Hurry up!
1: If he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence. Is that fear I
0: smell? Your planet will be torn to pieces, and I will treat your
1: screams as I rip. Is this yours? Uh,
0: B? Oh, my God.
1: The gem of Paraxedike.
0: Whoever wields it is able to command me.
1: Go over there and wait for us to come back in the morning. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye! Mom, Dad, I watched him with Psycho Gorman, PG for short. I will bathe in your blood. Don't worry. Be worried.
0: Oh, no. he's gonna kill everybody not unless I tell him to him.
1: what did you three maniacs get up to um, this is getting a little weird
0: himself. this sick game must come to an end she will enslave the galaxy into endless servitude kill him
1: cool he will not stop killing me the ultimate evil has awoken New God in Town. And his name? Psycho Gorman. It was nice meeting you. It
0: would be nicer if you were dead.
1: Alright, bye. Okay, Psycho Gorman, or PG, Psycho Gorman. It has an IMDb rating of 6.2, a Metacritic of 69 out of 100. Nice. Um, it was released in 2020 <laughs> Although On IMDB it said release 2020 But then it has a release date of January 2021 So I'm not sure well, I think it got delayed due to um, COVID Yeah, because it was meant to come out at South by Southwest last year um, Directed by Stephen Kostansky It also did Man Borg that you made me watch I don't think I finished it Even it was like a what, 75 minute movie Um <laughs> He's been working on the Day of the Dead TV show that comes out this year. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Um, he did a segment on ABC's of Death Number Two. He Did Leprechaun: The Return, but he uh, has much more credits for um, the makeup department. So some of the more high-profile things he did was It, Crimson Peak, the Hannibal TV show, and uh, Resident Evil: Retribution. That was a sort of a cherry-picked the most well-known nice. things out of his. Um, makeup department credits uh as for the cast they're all nobodies is it fair to say or do, do you do you want to oh, any cast you want to mention from these people
0: absolutely there are cast members i want to mention okay <laughs> um, <laughs> Go for it, right. n- none of them are famous but there are ones i want to mention um because um a- as you mentioned we had that link to manborg and um the production company that did manborg was uh, Astron Six. And um Greg, the Adam Brooks, the guy who plays Greg, yeah. is um one of the guys from um from that film. He actually played Doctor Scorpius and Count Draculon in um
1: Manborg. I can't remember a thing about it. <laughs> 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 he looks um, he looks like he's been in lots of stuff, but I look at his credits like apart from Manborg, I don't know any of these movies, but he looks I think he looks like the My Name Is Earl guy, and that's what I'm thinking of.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, also, the um, remember in Manborg, the guy with the really dodgy Australian accent? No, come on. Why <laughs> is that him as well? <laughs> no, no. Um, he played Cassius 3000, which is one of the, um, the uh, PG's um, generals. Yeah, okay. that betrayed him. Uh, the guy that looked like a robot with a moustache.
1: Oh, the one that gets the warrior's death.
0: Uh, no, no. The the one who goes, you know, I never expected the most evil people in the, com- in the universe to betray me. Except for you, Cassius 3000.
1: I always knew you'd do it. I thought he was the one that got eaten alive at the end. No, I think that was the, um... Because he was the leader of those guys, wasn't he? <laughs> um... No, I don't think he was the one eaten alive. I think it was one of the other ones. Oh, Okay, um, but yeah, I can picture the one because he—he he, he sort of looked like a European, like twirly moustache kind of guy, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: Um, and yeah, the, the, a couple of other guys in um, a lot of makeup were from Manball, and um, the we'll, we'll we'll definitely cover this when we get into it. But the zombie cop. Yeah. Was also the same guy who played BioCop. Okay. In the
1: Biocop trailer. Like you you click on um Adam Brooks here, not the professional Australian professional wrestler Adam Brooks, but the, the actor Adam Brooks. And like the posters that come up for his movies, they all like Yeah. This Father's Day thing, they all look like these schlocky B grade horror movies. And the posters look pretty amazing, even from the four that come up for the, the known four section. Yeah. So, I just imagine all of his movies are like this and I feel like you could do a podcast just on this guy's movies. (laughs) Look, I'm thinking we can
0: probably cover a couple of these as we go through. Yeah, they're probably all on Um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I I know Father's Day is. Um, The editor apparently got um, some good reviews um, and like a couple of awards and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd happily... Go through and watch a couple more of um of these guys' movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. As long as they are up to the sort of level of this one, but and more this and less uh Manborg, I think. Uh, any- <laughs> no, no, more Manborg, less this. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, anybody else from the cast here that you want to shout out?
0: No, that, that, that pretty much covers it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: there, there's no one super famous in there. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah.
1: So this was had to rent this on Google Play. I did. Is that where you rented it from? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I paid good money for this movie.
1: Oh my god! Well,
0: all right. I, I played paid out of credits that I got for free from doing
1: Google surveys. But Still, I had to use them for something. I'd seen a lot of um, people on social media talking about this movie, and just, so that sort of piqued my interest. Oh, okay. I'm going to check this hmm. movie out. Yeah, this should be fine to watch with a Ooh, nine-year-old. Actually, sorry, um, the narrator at the start of the movie, yeah,
0: played um, Wyndham Earle in Twin Peaks. Oh, shit,
1: is he still alive? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You, you'd recognize him when you saw him.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you click on his, thing. Okay, he doesn't look like Wyndham Earl anymore because I saw him in a movie like Tower Heist or something, mm-hmm. some sort of Kurt Russell, Ben Stiller movie, and um, I didn't. Kurt know it Russell really. and Ben Stiller. Yeah, it's like a heist movie, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a Chris Tucker or somebody mm. in there as well. Um, it's one of those sort of ensemble, you know, heist movies trying to rip off um, Ocean's Eleven kind of thing.
0: Now, um, I was saying this to absolutely nobody while um, you were off um, during our break and we were still recording. But I've actually introduced, I'm actually introducing a new segment to the BAM cast for our movies. Yeah. Um, you've heard Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. We're, we're going to do Six Degrees of Hulk Hogan.
1: Oh, so there's a link to Hulk Hogan from this, is it? There? there absolutely is. It's surprising, actually. Okay, don't give it away. Sort of give me a clue and let me do, try to figure it out. Like, who who do we start with here? Or do, or
0: well,
1: what's what's one I of the means? What are we what are we working? With?
0: I I've checked like three different people or four different people off here, and um I've actually got a difference of two. Yeah. Okay. So how do we get there? How do we get to Hulk Hogan? Okay. So we mentioned um the narrator, which is Kenneth Walsh who oh. Welsh who was in
1: Twin Peaks. He's old. He's done a lot of stuff. So yeah. I, I feel like that helps. So, Yep, uh, so he was in The Snow Queen with Patrick Stewart. Uh, he was in that movie with Kurt Russell.
0: And um, Patrick Stewart was in Nomeo and Juliet with Hulk
1: Hogan. Kurt Russell was um, on an episode of Nitro, so that's, that's Hulk Hogan right there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm going purely by movies. Oh, well, come on, it's a...
1: Right. It, like, if you count
0: wrestling it makes it really easy yeah it's a, it's a televised thing it's a yeah um, but even if we go Adam Brooks which was greg yeah um he was in the editor with um someone I can't pronounce Paz della Hertz, who was in the cider house rules with michael Caine, who was also in nomeo and Juliet with Hulk Hogan, how did you come onto this? Did you like Google? There, there is a website called theoracleofbacon.org. dot org, but you can do it. And to... you can replace oh, you can okay. replace oh. Kevin Bacon with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, down to say, as you, as just you should in to any to movie. Yourself. You, you must God, no.
1: you must watch his Nomeo and Juliet and just know everybody between them. I think
0: we're going to have to watch Nomeo and Juliet now. Um. But uh yeah, so there you go. We've got um a couple of different people who've um been able to link back. So we have a um a Hogan number of two for um Psycho Gorman linking back to Hulk Hogan.
1: I'm just checking this Kenneth Walsh was in that Tower Heist movie I'm thinking of. Oh, he's he's in Miracle with Kurt Russell as well. Miracle, the um, the Miracle on Ice, based on that uh, was in the eighties, the Olympics or something, where America bet Russia, and Russia was absolutely unbeatable, but the the underdog American ice hockey team bet them for the gold. Mm. And um, Kurt Russell has got like really crappy haircut. Kurt Russell
0: was in Elvis with Egg Begley Jr. and Egg Begley Jr. is in one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, which was.
1: Uh, Sand with Muscles. <laughs> Sand with Muscles with Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, so, The, yeah, uh, the you, Art of the Steel link. was the highest movie I was thinking of. There you go. Which, yes, <laughs> is a Kurt Russell movie. So,
0: yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell has a um, Hulk Hogan number of two as well. So, anyone who's been anything with Kurt Russell will um, have a Hogan number of at least three.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So have, that,
0: having spoken about the cast and it's linked to Hulk Hogan. Yes. Let's... <laughs> and the narrator that you don't see. At the beginning. Um, let let's talk about Psycho Gorman.
1: Um, PG Psycho Gorman. First, with the production sort of element or the the watching of it. Yeah. So on Google Play, I rented it. And did you have any sound issues? No. So do you often like rent off Google Play, or do you just like Chromecast it to your TV, or what do you do with the watching? Um, I've got a smart TV So I just watch it straight from there So you use like the, the remote And navigate through To, yep, to purchase it I just it open up the Google Play app And uh, fire it up through my TV I, was, I just bought it on my phone And then I just did the Chromecast thing And I literally like I normally watch things on my soundbar With a volume of like maybe 14 Like I had this mm-hmm. up onto 60 To be able to hear it Oh wow Yeah Yeah, no, I I had no dramas at all, and then also it seemed that everything was sort of out of sync a little bit. Like I would, I was like, "Is this like a a European movie? Have they been dubbed? Is this why everything just seems to be that bit, little bit out of sync?" So I was having those sort of issues, and um, I wasn't sure. Like then I read that the movie was Canadian. It's like, "Well, surely it's they haven't all been dubbed over from Canadian." So, no. So technically, everything was fine for you then. Yeah. Yeah. No dramas. Oh, Okay. Cool. Um. All right. So we're going to sort of go through a bit of the plot, and we'll uh, stop and talk about bits as we get there. Um. It's a very ex- expansive um <laughs> Wikipedia yeah. entry. I don't know if you're looking at it as well. Yeah? I am. Okay. I've 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 copied and pasted, and then I've like deleted a couple little bits. Siblings Mimi and Luke discover a strange glowing gem in a hole that Luke has been forced to dig by the domineering Mimi for losing. Um first of all this girl what did you think of her was she um insufferable No no quite the opposite Well you um, think the boy was ins- insufferable
0: Oh no I mean the, the boy was hard hard done by but um Mimi was probably the least annoying little sister that I've ever seen Was she a little sister She's or a, big a pure sister? psychopath
1: Was she a big and sister
0: she's going to be a serial kiss No, no she was definitely a little sister wasn't she
1: Oh maybe like uh, yeah. If she she nearly I mean, just she, had him fucking murdered that. at one point. She's like oh, oh PG kill she, him ah yeah. oh, nah. I mean she was horrible, yeah. but I I didn't overly. She hate her. she is a straight up future psychopath. I can see people that don't like this movie would just like oh the kids were fucking terrible that that kind of thing, but I, <laughs> but I didn't have any problem with the kids.
0: Yeah um, um, yeah the the fact that she was completely psychotic and. Self-absorbed actually made her less annoying than the typical little kid in in most movies.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like there's a scene where um, Psycho Gorman sort of goes, you know, what you have seen will scar you for life, and you will (laughs) never forget the horrors you have seen here today. And her response was,
1: "Cool." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I feel like I need to open up the quotes page because I feel like there's some really great PG quotes, you know, of that sort of ilk. Mm. Is, um, I'll, I'll Remind me to bring that up a bit later. Yep. Um, okay, back to the... That night, an alien monster emerges from the hole. The monster enters an old shoe factory and brutally kills a group of thieves hiding out there. Okay, this is where the, the gore really... Um, I don't know if you'd say it peaks here, but like this is like, whoa, this movie's fucking intense with the, the gore effects. I found it actually quite unsettling, especially with a <laughs> nine-year-old watching it with me. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of the... Just like introducing to like just how brutal this movie is actually going to be? I,
0: I loved it. I, it's definitely um, practical effects over special effects, oh, which yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of. It just... Um, it just works so much better with a low-budget movie to have the practical effects, um,
1: and then and, with the digital effects yeah. they did use, they made them look as shit as possible in a fun way. I felt like, like laser mm. blast that that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've got a guy gets frozen and tortured. Like, there's like, oh, you're my perfect work of art, and the <laughs> guy's just standing and he's just gonna like, please kill me. Kind of thing. Then he gets knocked over later and explodes into a pile of gore. But then the mouth still—the mouth was able to move and say "thank you." It's like this was—I <laughs> was like, "Whoa, this is intense." Some shit right here. Uh, the next day, Mimi and Luke follow a trail to the shoe factory, discovering the monster. Their backyard was just all mud. It was disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's like no grass in this yard. The monster identifies himself as. Archduke of Nightmares A deadly alien warrior imprisoned, imprisoned on Earth After attempting to destroy the galaxy in a rampage He prepares to kill the children Only to discover Mimi is in possession of the gem Which allows whoever wielding to command him um, And she's just So this is like the main plot outline here Is where she's in control of this Horrendous monster that Capable of unfathomable terror And at the whim of a little girl so, yes, did you like that a psychotic sort of- little girl? Yeah, of all people to get in control of it. Uh, so, what do you think of the premise off the bat? There, yeah, I think I, I thought it was quite fun. Yeah, so like I sent you the trailer. I watched this and then thought this seems like it'd be a good movie for the podcast. And then you seemed all on board, and I, I feel like you probably didn't like it. But we'll get to the big reveal of your, <laughs> your thoughts on the movie later. Um, and I said that the. You know the trailer. Like, I well, watched the trailer after seeing the movie, and I was like, they really shied away from showing all the gore. Um, mm. Did you feel the same way after seeing? Yeah, seeing the movie? yeah. The,
0: the trailer felt a lot more kidsy than the than the movie actually was. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, excited at the opportunity, Mimi dubs the alien Psycho Gorman after going through a whole plethora of, of names, which could all be terrible wrestling names from the shit they were coming up with. Mm. But, um, they, yeah, they call him Psycho Gorman, and then PG for short. Like they just kept it, they they did that every time they introduced him. Oh, it's Psycho Gorman. or oh, PG for short. Um, yeah, I, I love the fact that an obviously R-rated movie
0: is is mm. called PG. <laughs> yeah.
1: And quickly gets to work commanding PG around, despite Luke's concerns. Meanwhile, a group of aliens called the Planetary Alliance, which was a more of a makeshift uh, group of. Um, Power Ranger villains, I thought. Uh, yeah, and and I, I did love the effects on these guys. Like they, um, the standout one was the brain in the the glass dome thing. The, yep. The skeleton-y yep. brain thing. Yeah, and they were just goofing. Like, they like using chopsticks trying to eat. Like It just it was all quite silly, but in, in a good way, I thought. What did you sort of make of these guys? Yeah, look, they, they were all very
0: unique. Um, they all had a very... Clear, you know, this is a different race. This is a different race, um, and they all looked like, yeah, Power Ranger villains is is definitely the best way to describe them. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely loved the the scenes with them in them.
1: Yeah, and then like the main angel-looking one was reminiscent of Goldar, except white. Oh, that's what I thought. Without without like the beast kind of face, just sort of the armor outfit was a very much a Goldar. I thought inspired. Um they yeah, Pandora that's the name of that one. Uh so they send Pandora, a noble warrior and member of the of PG's mortal enemies, the Templars, to stop P G. And oh yeah, this is a thing that I didn't like with the movie. Just how they just uh kill like complete innocent people. Like mm-hmm. horrible deaths for was like this is I mean, fair enough for these uh gangster people hiding out in the shoe factory, like they were, they were just bad guys. They were up to no good. Um, so they can get those deaths, but then like they just like teleport in this woman that says no idea what's going on, and then she gets crushed in like a cube of blood and guts. So this sounds like this didn't sit well with you as well. Oh, look, she. Um...
0: Oh, how can I put this? To me... this really feels like the whole Dunge- a whole Dungeons and Dragons side rant about paladins. Um. Yeah, it's that concept of because I'm doing this for good, the, the greater good, the greater good. The most evil thing that I do doesn't matter, and it really homed it in. It it um it worked really well to set her as a bad guy who was thinking that they were actually a good guy. Yeah, it's like there's no good guys and, in this movie yeah. apart from no, Luke. The, maybe the, they were the the. Bigger evil sort of thing.
1: Sorry, just drinking some soda water. Uh, right. Travels to Earth. Right, that's the first paragraph. <laughs> Mimi and Luke introduce their friend Alistair to PG. PG tells the the children how he was a slave to. Yeah, he's constantly trying to like tell his backstory, and then they just like cut him off as like, no, 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 we're not interested, kind of thing. Which I thought was was funny. Anytime he's trying to do a soliloquy, kind of. Um, mm-hmm flashbacks to these horrible horrors that I've seen him a lot and they're like, oh come on, we're playing this ball game." his <laughs> home planet Gygax until he yes. discovered the, the gem which bonded with him you want to talk about Gygax? Now,
0: we, we've got to talk about Gygax um, and again referring back to Dungeons and Dragons um, I, I feel this has to be a a, um, a reference um, Gary Gygax is the person um established as being the creator of dungeons and dragons um not the sole creator you know it's it's much like a stanley spider-man sort of situation where there's more than one creator but stanley got all the credit (laughs) um but yeah gary gygax creator one of the creators of dungeons and dragons and certainly the name that's synonymous with dnd um and planet gygax I, I feel that just has to be a reference.
1: Yeah, well it said in the trivia section this as well, so yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't have known any any different to be honest. Um guy guys, shit, where are we? Um until the discovered the gem which bonded with him, giving him endless strength and power. He assembled an army called the Paladins of Obsidian. I mean, they just these names of things are pretty um amazing, I thought. You know <laughs> the Duke Evil of blah 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 and of Paladins of Obsidian. And overthrew yep, the Templars. Who
0: who, um, who helped stop him in the uh, initial um, onslaught and also uh, developed several video games. Hold on. Who were we talking about? Obsidian.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <Shit>. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, bad joke. Okay, I thought you were talking about <laughs> guy games or something. Um, filled with bloodlust, P.G. vowed to destroy the galaxy until the Templars and Planetary Alliance worked together to steal the gem and banish P.G. When they leave the children, blah, blah. PJ uses the TV to broadcast a call to help. Um, I liked our... Around this time, I think, we get introduced to the father. Was it Greg, was it? And yep. just he's always having a whinge and being called lazy and all this sort of stuff. And, like, the is like, covered with blood. And he's <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to be able to fix this. I think that... Oh, I don't know. Is that the kids, maybe? Um, yeah, so he calls, calls for help, ruins the TV. Alistair comes to Mimi and... Is that how you say it? Mimi? Mimi? Mimi. 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 I mean, it's a a difficult word for me to say for some reason. Um, Me? Me? Mimi. 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 Uh, And Luke's house for dinner. Mimi. Mimi. (laughs) Mimi, who has a crush on Alistair, is annoyed when she is abandoned by the boys so they can play video games. Mimi summons PG to the house and asks him to make Alistair an affectionate playmate. P.G. proceeds to mutate Alistair into a giant brain creature. Um, okay, this giant brain... Yeah, as, as this
0: unfolded, you could see that something bad was going to happen. Um, it was like the monkey
1: claw thing, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was like, you yeah, know, she, she sort of... Monkey paw, sorry. Well, obviously has a crush on him. And um, P.G. picks up on the, you know, well, you know, once I did this thing with this alien prince to uh, make him fall in love with so uh, i could use my dark magic to do this and she's like yeah 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 do that do that and the next thing you know it's like he's he's turned into this giant brain with little um tentacle legs and a couple of eyes on the front and, yeah yeah um and i love the fact that they just ignore the fact that he's turned aside from one quick scene um, about halfway through the movie, they just ignore the fact that he's turned into a giant brain. And then the parents at the very, very end as well. Yeah, he's just eating dinner. He's just there
1: for dinner. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I, I did like how they just
1: played it straight for that. <laughs> um, yeah. At this point, I'm like, I hope he gets turned back. You know, they. Yeah. Um, nope. Mimi and Luke's parents, Susan and Greg CPG, and Mimi introduced him to them, showing how he can control him. Mimi... Yeah, everyone just, like, accepts it, what's going on. Mimi forces PG to accompany the family on activities and become a reluctant friend to the family. Q, um... um, Okay, we're going shopping. We're getting clothes. We're, we're having a fun scene where we're doing all that sort of stuff. So, let's see... And, and I do like how, um... When he's interacting with people,
0: um... Alistair and the parents and things like that, PG's just sort of like a, I will... Once I am free, I will kill you and drain your blood And you will
1: wish for death Um, yeah Okay then, bye (laughs) Um. Yeah, while they're out here in the town Like, nobody else is, like, freaked out I think there's some girl that sort of makes fun of him And then he, like, doesn't he snap his fingers And she just turns to a a vapour of blood or something like that Yeah, he just explodes up. Yeah, that's right Um. Oh, probably the quote of the movie I forgot about this one um, but PG, this might be back when he's still before he's moved to the house, and he's just hanging out in the shoe factory. And they bring over a bunch of magazines for him, some entertainment. Mm-hmm. And there's like, like a you know a nudie male magazine, and then he's like, "Hunky boys." I do not care for hunky boys, or do I? Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what there's there's three quotes on the IMDb page. Psychicom, the horrors you have witnessed cannot be unseen. Your young minds will carry this until it consumes you in a miserable death. Mimi, cool. Then um, Chad, I don't want to die. And then he goes, Oh then live forever. So that must be where he got frozen. That in place. That's where
0: he turns the bad guy in the shoe factory yeah. to um, like a, a living statue, and
1: uh, until he and gets his mind knocked was just over by accident. Full, of, full of horrors and. Yeah, that kind of reminded me... Remember Mass Effect 1 when you touch the thing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get the, the FMV horror visual stuff, which is... Yeah, the beacon. S- yeah, the beacon. That's so out of place for that game, really, isn't it? Jeez, that um mm. really is nightmarish kind of stuff. Anyway. We're getting through it. Susan and Greg have another argument over Greg's laziness. PG comes... So Greg in a vision he <laughs> collects him And the children from the woods Oh I was thinking of the other dream sequence Where It's like oh I guess we're just stuck in this dream now When he goes to talk to Luke And there's like all the zombies yeah. crawling at the bed And then it's just it's awkward It's like Well I can't leave until you wake up now <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh I missed the bit uh, One day Well Out with PG And a mutated Alistair Playing Crazy Ball The, the kids uh, made up game the kids are approached by two police officers who attack PG. PG mutes one of them into a deformed bio cop. Um, this was really disturbing, I thought. Like, this is like, yeah. my, yeah, my daughter's in the room. Whoa, she's watching the movie. And I'm like, uh, you probably shouldn't look at this. Like, this is really messed up. But then they played it quite comedic, where the cop is, you know, just following along and he's trying to shoot himself in the head and he's just. Ooh. Just his body actions I thought was really, um, comedic. Yeah. And, look, this is
0: a a straight-up play on on the Biocop trailer that, that, um, was playing at the end of Yeah, And, um... Yeah, again, in that, it's a police officer who's been mutated and can't die and just would rather have everything end. Um... Which, which is bloody depressing. Uh, Absolutely, But is. But um, it's just... Um, yeah, it's the same actor. It's the same concept. And I think they just liked the idea and they wanted to to be able to do a throwback to it. And um, I, I really enjoyed it on the basis that I'd seen the the Biocop trailer, and um, and knew what they were re- referencing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realise until after I checked the credits that it was actually the same guy. Yeah. But um, like the guy, that, that just makes it even nicer for me. He, he basically know, he gets turned inside out, emotions. doesn't
1: he? It was so fucking... It was rough. <laughs> 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 I, I think I just think too deep about the characters and what the... You know, like the woman getting turned in, squished into a square. Like... I wasn't able to go with the movie at certain points Unless it was happening to people that deserved it, I guess But, um Yep Yeah, I, I really struggled with that Um So we've got the Paladins of Obsidian turn up He's like, oh, backup's here at last But no, they've turned heel on you, And, um <laughs> you know, A big, like, Power Rangers kind of fight, I guess Um, they've really been Oh, well, Mimi won't let E. Fight back because she's told him not to until he apologizes <laughs> and yeah. then he just like rips on a new one. Um, what, what kind of villains did we have here? So we had the um, we had a guy that looked like a washing machine that, um, that was I thought the squirted blood. That was the most invent, yeah. He sort of looked like a washer dryer combo thing with the front there. Um, yeah, then you had the
0: guy that looked like a um, 19th century robot.
1: Um, you had Google. the
0: the witch master or wish master. Oh yeah, um, and um, I think there was another one as well. But yeah, it, it was really that collection of um, Power Ranger villains,
1: except type horrific setup. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then that whichever one was last got the warrior's death and. Um, they hinted at it earlier about um, PG, you know. Yeah, yeah. If someone is um, truly honourable and, and puts up
0: a good fight, they deserve a uh, warrior's death, which is basically to be eaten.
1: Yeah. And so by he's, the victor, his jaw, lower jaw, like opens all as like, and then yeah, this was really fucking. <laughs> that was gruesome. It was absolutely uh, gruesome. For,
0: for anyone who's watched um, Stranger Things, yeah. Um, it's that, you know, dissected jaw coming up in the four pieces and then just dislocating and going wide and, um, yeah, looked
1: horrifically awesome. Yeah. Um, ab- yeah, absolutely brutal. And it's like, man, this movie, I mean, <laughs> this movie's got some shit in it. <laughs> um, it's a, like, it's got like so many of these moments where... You think a movie of this type would be lucky just to get a couple, but this movie is like, well, that bit, oh, this bit, oh, that bit mm. as well. Um, hunky boys, um, yeah. So he gets pretty fucked um, up, and then he uh, yeah, he he's
0: damaged in the fight, and um, he refers to the fact that they um, must have acquired some of his blood from a previous battle oh, so and um, turned that into a poison. So he was he was pretty. Pretty badly injured at the time. Um they get home does, does the biocop find... get killed
1: at that stage?
0: Yeah, yeah. He um he turns on PG, so PG kills him. Yeah, that's right. Um
1: yeah, so uh yeah, Greg gets summoned with a vision to come pick him up from the woods. But <laughs> he's not he's on <laughs> the toilet, isn't he? He is. And then but um, PG's like, oh you've gotta come to the water and then he's like, didn't quite catch it all. He's like, "What? I didn't know what woods." And then it's like the vision comes through again. It's like this flying, screaming skull kind of thing. Like, yeah. the, and it's like, "Yeah, oh, Highway Six, just behind the Taco Bell." But it's more like <laughs> Highway Six. <just..." laughs> I mean, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, it, like, there's actually some good comedic um, moments. Like, they knew how to sort of like milk out like a comedy scene like that. To, to, like, push it as far as you could without it getting um, just bad kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So he goes back and gets them. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pandora rebelling. Susan suggests they hand over PG to Pandora. Oh, because Pandora's turned up. Uh, with Luke rebelling against Mimi, and they split off into a couple teams. And the, I guess you feel like the movie was going to come down. They're going to have to play this crazy ball game, which was they were playing at, at the very beginning. And so it came yep. down to a game of Crazy Ball um, and they they came down to that um, whatever, that uh, where they both hit each other and they've got a... I don't know, I'm completely lost in this. Uh, PG challenges Pandora <laughs> yeah. to a fight according to the Templars code. Meaning that is allowed to select the battle. Oh yeah, she chooses Crazy Ball. Mimi's team wins, but Pandora... Yeah, it's like the most complicated game ever that kids make up in the backyard kind of thing. And you've Ooh. got all these creatures and the, the mother has been turned into, like, a Pandora kind of monster as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, there was a hard hi- So, there was so a high Crazy five. Ball
0: is basically a hyper version of dodgeball. Yeah. Where you get points if you hit the person. But if you spin around on the spot while holding the ball, you can accumulate points. If you do jumping jacks, you can accumulate points. If you throw the ball at each other and the balls collide midair, then the next person to punch their opponent oh, yeah, that's right. gets Steals all their points. All of their opponent's points plus one. First one to I think it was sixty-seven points, just a random yeah. number, um, is the winner. And. Um, it, it's a running joke that other than Mimi and um, our, the brother, no one has any clue what the Luke. Um, no one has any idea how the hell this game is
1: played. Mm. But uh, Greg and PG do a half five at one point, and it completely smashes his his hand. Yeah, It gets broken, it gets busted up there. Um, yeah, so they win the game. Pandora is sent away, but the family bids farewell to PG, and you know the family is. They reconcile, and everyone's alright. But, um... So I'll, I'll give you the gem back, but you've got to promise that you can't... hurt me, or my family. And then... Yeah, d-
0: doesn't remember to... Like, even after being reminded... doesn't bother to go, oh yeah, and the rest of Earth.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I was, Did you see that coming? That the rest of Earth is sort of not on... you know, not guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Alistair continues to live... Yeah, yeah. The family bid for LPG. And then, um, as he begins to destroy their town, I I wasn't under the impression it was their town. Because he opened up like a wormhole thing? And I thought he just walked through like random another state
0: of America. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah. And then he's he's on the news, but he's like giant, like Power Ranger giant form, like um, Mm. and just like destroying wherever he was. Uh, Alistair continues to live as a giant brain mutant. While the planetary alliance debates killing themselves before PG can reach them, um, I think that was the post-credit scene, which I didn't realize there was one. Or oh, yep. there's a Plan B or something. So, mm. um, so yeah, right at the very end, PG is a villain. I guess, well, I guess he's always a villain. But like, I sort of was under the, I thought that you know he would kill all these bad people and then he'd be like, all right, now I'm gonna be like the hero of Earth kind of thing. But I probably should have known better. If the movie wasn't gonna do that. Mm. <laughs> Uh, did, what did you think? Did you think that's the way it was going to go? Was he just going to go on his killing... Like, I thought he was going to leave Earth oh, and go look, for the... as
0: soon as he got the gem, he was going to go on a killing rampage. But I didn't think he was going to do they it They could on have Earth. easily um, spared Earth. But, um... Because the, um... Because Mimi is a complete psychopath, she doesn't even think about it. Um, it's just like, yeah, don't kill me or my family, thanks. Um... <laughs> So, um, yeah, he starts destroying Earth, um, and then he's obviously going to go off and destroy the rest of the galaxy, doing what, what he does best, um, but yeah, they could have quite easily have just said, you know, don't destroy Earth, and they could have opened that wormhole to any planet, and, and it would have still worked just
1: as well for the end, I think. Yeah, do you think there'll be a sequel? Do you think that there's this planned bit, like... So the Psycho Gorman character had been stopped previously, so, you know, he can be stopped again. Mm. Um, and then,
0: no, no I, I, I don't think there'll be a sequel.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, what else, yeah. Do you have any other... Should we get to opinions soon? Um, there was a song. There was an original song, I guess. Frig Off. And um, oh, PG's playing drums. <laughs> they they stand like, start like a um, garage band at one point. Um, mm that's the only thing I forgot to mention earlier now I gave this 4 out of 5 stars I'm not sure where I'm going to go on the um, the plan 9 scale of score uh, so did you like I liked the movie I didn't absolutely love it um, certainly wasn't bored by it I was disturbed by parts of it <laughs> uh, uh, what did you think?
0: yeah so um, on our painted yeah, patent pending blah 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 which I'm never actually going to do um, a scale of 1 to 9 with 1 to 3 being so bad it should never have been made 4 to 6 being any of the regular sort of normal movies and 7 through to 9 being badly awesome uh, I'm going to give this a seven and a half. it yeah. was um, fun it was gory it was um dodgy in places where it needed to be dodgy. <laughs> it was a really enjoyable watch. Did you watch um, it by yourself? What was your situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I just watched it myself. Yeah. Um, I think that I preferred Manborg just on the basis that Manborg was far more B-grade. This had decent special effects, decent acting um A reasonable plotline with some good jokes in it, Uh, whereas Borg was just dodgy. It was bad acting, bad special effects. It was deliberately scenery chewing bad acting, which I love. Well, you've got to know. I'm Um, never going to pick any
1: movie that's like complete B grade Manborg level. Like I feel like I think this is like the peak of what those movies can get to. Of, yeah. of a man ball, and, of a um a I definitely had
0: thing. fun watching it and um it's definitely in the badly awesome range of things. Yeah. Um but I would be giving it about a seven and a half out of nine. Yeah, okay. And I th- I think I gave Manborg about an eight.
1: <sighs> I'll never get you. I'll never get you. So <laughs> I'm gonna give this a nine. Like I okay. gave this four out of five on a as a normal scale, not not our fucked up three tier scale. Um, yeah, this is a really, really bad scale.
0: No, I should. Nobody should ever use this scale. It makes it us. makes sense, but then, it
1: <laughs> but I feel like it, it, you'd need to sort of give like a real score as well, just to yep. to sort of qualify it. Um, yeah, because I feel like this is like I don't know what this movie could do better to be what I feel is a is a bam cast. What is what is a ba- badly awesome movie? Like I feel like this is. Everything they went for Hit I think mm. It's it's not like the room Where they're going For something Like proper Fucking movie Tommy Wiseau And then it turned into This disaster That people Love Because of How bad it is Like this is It's the hallmarks Of bad shit But it's I done I watched the room But it's done really well Um As You know It's absolutely As as schlocky As you can get Like I don't know apart from having like uh like a you know an a list cast i don't know what they could do to make this better like what do you, what do you think this movie is missing uh like you like i feel like it has well, too much i, I think to be it's good.
0: a little i think it's a little too polished yeah um you know i i like the roughness of manborg where um they were clearly cobbling things together. Here it looks like they've got a bit more of a budget, they've got a slightly better acting cast, um and the the lack of badness to offset the awesome. Okay. Um yeah, it is why I'm only giving it seven and a half. Um I could yeah, I could probably sketch it up to an eight. Yeah. But um yeah, I still think I enjoyed Manborg slightly more because it was
1: more terrible.
0: If that if that makes sense.
1: Do you see them going back to movies that level, or do you think this is sort of their baseline now? If the looks like these, you know, it's the writer and director, and it's, it's the same person. Like, I felt like they do a lot of this kind of stuff. Like, do you feel like they're going to sort of go down at a level to to what Manborg was, where the whole no, movie was in I, front I, of the prince? I think they've now got access
0: to slightly better casting and budget and things like that. Um, And look, it's not a bad thing. I really enjoyed watching this movie. Um, But there's just something pure about that low budget um, and making do with with what you can on a low budget that I just really enjoy.
1: All right. Is there anything else you want to mention from the movie?
0: No, no, I think that, that pretty much covers it. We've um, spoken about how um, Mimi's going to be a future psychopath. We've spoken about the links to Biocop and um, uh, the the previous Manborg movie. Um, the the vague D&D reference, which I could be stretching at, but Gygax is a very, very specific word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, th- I think we're pretty
1: much done. All right. Uh, before I forget, shout out to the Renaissance Men. Been doing good work uh, weekly for a long time now. So, like waking up on a Saturday morning and listening along to the Renaissance Men. Do you have any podcasts or anything you want to shout out? Um, quick shout out to um,
0: Last Save Loaded which um, have organised for me to be able to get a um, last, last save loaded uh, coffee mug that they're sending out to some of their listeners. So um, I should be getting mine in the, the next week or two. And um, as, as always, if anyone's interested in D&D, I strongly re- recommend the um, Dumb Dums and Dragons podcast. Um and, yeah, there's not much else that I can really say. I'm, I've am i got a massive collection of podcasts I listen to. Um, like, I'm talking, I've got to scroll through a page or two because I've got a bunch of podcasts that um, I listen to regularly, a bunch that I'm sort of just working through the backlog of, and then various ones that do the, um, the occasional podcast. Yeah. Um, there's a good video game podcast that has a, um, pretty sick sense of humor called Ready Player Two that, um, has just restarted after something like a, a two year hiatus and, um, they're,
1: they're quite fun to listen to. So I'll give them a shout out for the sake of it. I need to get back onto the Anchor FM thing and just, um, because I was having it so old episodes of, um, Dot Points it was coming up every day and, mm-hmm. um, I just haven't our downloads are actually going pretty good because the analytics are much better on this Anchor website, but um. Awesome. But then there hasn't been any because there's been no episodes going up for a while. <laughs> I, I
0: just assume that nobody's stupid enough to listen to us, and we're just ranting to ourselves. Nah, there's some listens here,
1: but that's fine. <laughs> it um, looks pretty consistent across every all, all the last episodes have all sort of hitting the same sort of numbers, so that's good. Um, awesome. All right, we're gonna. What song should we? We'll end with um, "Frig Off," I guess. We'll pop that in the end of the episode, and then um, in good. a week or so after Easter, because Easter's right. At this, what is it? Easter's a, Good Friday's on the second this month, dude. It is, mm. yeah. Which is, uh, as I said before, my um, daughter's yeah. birthday. Um, what have you got? Because I sure as hell wasn't got? letting her get born on April Fool's Day. Well, my na- my nan is uh, her birthday is on April full, so. Uh, our Easter tradition, our Good Fridays, is normally all the family, like extended family, all comes around to my parents' place and it brings food and it's all big seafood thing there. But mm-hmm. um, this year, nobody's sort of interested. So we're going to go down the river to see my nan because it will have been her nice. birthday the day before. So we, we'll do immediate family, go down with nan there. Yeah. So, um, just, just a um, slight
0: sidetrack. Um... Because my wife has epilepsy, um both of my daughters were induced, so we within reason got to pick the date that they oh, were born yeah. um Emily, which is my youngest, was um going to be induced on the first of April, and I basically stared down at the doctor and said, "Not a holy <laughs> bloody hell, uh, we can push it back a day. Thank you very much." Yeah. So, so her birthday is the 2nd of April and um, my eldest daughter, um, so there's a little bit of a story behind this one. Um, when I was 17, my, one of my cousins turned 18 and we were going out to the pub, I was underage and um, I've walked straight in. Now, this was the Saturday night, and his birthday, he officially turned 18 on Sunday. Okay, yeah. Alright, I'm six months younger than him, I've walked straight
1: through. <laughs> no drama. Not a problem at well, all. this was fucking, th- and, how many decades ago, mate? <laughs> that one would oh, have cared then, would yeah, they?
0: a few, a few. <laughs> um, and um, he's got stopped by the bouncer. And, the, and he showed his key pass ID saying, you know, look, this is my birthday. I mean, I'm turning 18 and rah, rah, rah. And so said, what time of night was this? Yeah, was it in a couple of hours? Well, this this was like 9 nine p.m. or something yeah. like that when we've arrived. Well, they said come back in three hours. And, and they've basically said, yeah, come back after midnight. And he ended up being a used car salesman for a while. Yeah. But he um, eventually talked his way to say, look, yeah, I won't drink, Yeah, you know, I won't order anything, let me oh, in and, yeah, you know, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So he gets through the door by the skin of his teeth when he's, you know, 17, 364 days and gone midnight is his birthday, rah, 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 all good. Um, and he was absolutely spewing that I just walked straight through despite the fact I was six months younger. Um... And was able to order drinks without any problem. Um, But that always sort of stuck with me. So when I found out that my eldest daughter was going to be induced and we more or less were given like a week and a half's range as to when we wanted to have the date that she was induced, I sat online with a calendar and made sure that her 18th, she turned 18 on a Saturday. Ah. So so when she in two years time, she's she turns seventeen later this year, so on her eighteenth birthday next year, her birthday will actually be on the Saturday. So if she wants to have a massive party on her birthday, on the Saturday, she can Do you think she's even interested if she in wants...
1: alcohol or anything like that? Yes. Oh, okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Very, very much so. Um but, you know, she wants to have a big party for her 18th, which is fair enough. But, um, yeah, her 18th will be on a Saturday night. So she can do whatever she wants. And and um, that's my gift
1: to her from 18 yeah. years ago. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: Oh. All right, we should call it quits and um, come back for the second movie of the month, which is going to be Cutthroat Island. Oh, ahoy there.
1: Ahoy, me hearties.
0: All right, I will see you then.